Thomas, and uh, very grateful to be speaking tonight. It really helps me with my recovery to be able to uh, share my experience, strength, and hope, and my commitment to abstinence with others. Um, so my commitment to abstinence has lasted for 18 or 19 years. I'm not quite sure uh, what year I came in. I, I measure so many things by the age of my daughter. So she was either six or seven. So that makes it 18 or 19 years when I came in. Um, and um, my commitment to abstinence um, has lasted all through that time. I, I've never... For, except for two months in the first year that I came in, I have always at least come to meetings. I've never wa wavered from that. Um, I have had several relapses, two or three, um, but I never stopped coming to meetings. So um, I guess I'd like to say, since I want to read something from this because it speaks to how I feel um, I don't know, about my recovery and... Um, my gratitude and where I am um, today after all these years in recovery. Um, it says, with the compulsive overeater, not only do you get back, with the compulsive overeater, not only do you get back to a normal weight, but more important, your life has changed. And in a sense, you're ahead of where you were before you became a compulsive overeater. That's from Overeaters Anonymous, the second edition, um, page 230. And then it says, um, before OA and before abstinence, I could never imagine the potential for compassion, the potential for intelligence, the potential for spiritual life that was locked inside me by my eating. Now I know that sentence is true. I stand witness to its truth. And that's really, in a nutshell, how I feel. I, I could say that's my share right there, but I know everybody wants to hear, um, you know, what, what it was like, what happened, and, and what my commitment to specifically absence is today. So um, I come from an alcoholic family. Uh, my father was an alcoholic my entire life, um, and my mother, I have it on both sides of my family. And um, so I've felt ever since I started in recovery that I was really kind of wired for some kind of addiction, you know, some kind of comp obsessive compulsive behaviors. And um, uh, so growing up was always tense. The household was tense, especially when my father was around. And I learned early on that uh, food was a good way to, when you're feeling tense or anxious, that food can um, help numb those feelings. And um, uh, I was not heavy as a child. I was active. Um, I had kind of a typical 50s mother housewife who, you know, uh, she went through the Depression and my father went through the Depression. So I think for them, like, at least it, we were blue collars, so the least they could do was put a decent meal on the table every night. That was a big deal for them. They were proud of that. And so Food was just like the thing that we did. We often had a fourth meal. You know, when my father was around, we'd have dinner at 5. And then when there was nothing to do at 7 or 8 o'clock at night, my father would say, oh, let's order Chinese, you know. So then we'd have a whole other meal. And um, I even remember my mother remarking when I was about 10 years old that um, 
she said, you know, we, ne we never ate like this when I was growing up. So I, that's a, one of the few things that I remember from my early years, and it's, it stayed with me. Um, so she was aware that what we were doing with food wasn't exactly what everybody else, or, you know, it, it was different. Um, I really didn't, I was, so I wasn't overweight as a child. I, um, I did gain weight during the junior high years when I was going through puberty, and I was overweight. I think it, I was about 20 pounds overweight. And um, then when I was, uh, one summer I, before high school, I got sick and um, lost all the 20 pounds or whatever, approximately, and um, had very happy high school years. I mean, I, I, I'd lost weight, I had cute clothes, I was with the in crowd, you know, I had a good time in high school. And it wasn't really until I was in college that um, I noticed the body dysmorphia starting. Um, I had a good friend who I think is, um, ha you know, has an eating disorder, but she was always talking about being on a diet. She was never going to be fat. Oh, boy. She was never going to be fat like um, her parents. So that started, and I think maybe maybe sexual awakening, you know, more awareness of my body. That's when the body dysmorphia began. I always thought that I was I was overweight. I mean, there was, there was a, a, a thing on the scale, and if I got to a certain number, I knew that I had to go on a diet. So that's when the dieting started, and it was really kind of whenever my weight went up, I would go on whatever the diet of the day was, you know, the, the popular diet, and that was really, that was my life. I was, you know, a lot of character defects, which I don't really want to dwell on, that suffered through that period of time in my 20s and into my 30s, and um, uh, I had a very un uh, difficult uh, dis large life disappointment in my late 20s and went into therapy and the therapist suggested that I go to Al-Anon because of the issues in my family with alcohol. So I did and Al-Anon was a really big help to me. I mean my life was really opened up in the five years I was in Al-Anon and um, that was what gave me the first inkling of working the 12 steps and how much they could help me in my life. So um, I stayed in five years. I felt like I worked through, um, had a better understanding about my childhood, um, and basically left. I didn't have an alcoholic in my life, active alcoholic in my life at the time, and life was just hunky-dory. But, you know, as happened so much. At the same time that I was going to Al-Anon, I was also seeing a nutrition nutritionist who put me on a special diet for food for food allergies, and um, so between the um, the special diet for the food allergies and Al-Anon, it was like it was like OA, but not calling it OA. You know, I had a food plan, and I was working the twelve steps. Um, so I was I made a lot of happy you know things happen in my life. I met my husband. I got married. Um, I ch I changed careers. I went to night nice school and worked full time. It was a very happy, productive time in my life. And but then. That OA ended, or, sorry, excuse me, Al-Anon period ended, and um, um, I the diet sort of started to taper off. I wasn't following it as well as I had been, and um, anyway, I ended up uh, getting pregnant, and I put in a lot of weight when I was uh, pregnant, uh, much more than they recommend, um, uh, and 
after the pregnancy was, went to my first diet, uh, commercial weight loss program. I'd never gone to one before. I'd always just kind of picked a diet and did it. Um, so anyway, I, I'm kind of dwelling too much on what it was like. So it was as a result of some difficulties that my child was having when she was six or seven years old in school that I came into OA. Um, I was I had been, was eating like crazy because I couldn't stand it that my not perfect that what what I thought was my perfect child was not perfect and um, oh boy um, boy that was a difficult time so I was very overweight um, and very angry and bitter at the world that the world was not going the way I wanted it to go. So, um, and I came to OA as a result of, I picked up a flyer somewhere, it was like at Kaiser Health Education or somewhere, I picked up a flyer for OA and just remembered it, and so I went to my first meeting, um, I think it was in March, um, 18 or 19 years ago. Um, I, my, um, I always considered myself to be kind of special ed in OA because I was, um, very slow on the uptake of everything, you know. I, I mean, I kept coming to meetings. I never stopped doing that, but I wanted to hide at the meetings. I would be the last one in, the first one out. Um, I didn't get it. It took me two years to get a sponsor. Um, uh, yeah, it was very slow going. But once I did get a sponsor, that made all the difference in the world for my recovery. And I've... Um, can trace the few times in my path of recovery where I have gone into relapses because I didn't have a sponsor. The sponsor is just so essential, I think, to, to recovery. Um, I'm torn about I don't, telling you all the details, all the ups and downs of my road and Overeaters Anonymous. Um, uh, let's see. So I have, I have, I, so I came in, I put myself, basically it was on a diet and go to meetings. I lost 40 pounds in nine months. Um, and then the holidays arrived and I, that's the two months I left OA. Um, I didn't go to meetings and I put 35 pounds back on in two months. So that, that would, anyway, then I knew I needed to find a sponsor. It took me another year to find one. Um, because none of them were perfect enough <laughs> for me. Um, so, and then, yeah, as I said, that was then my road to recovery really began in earnest. Um, I guess maybe I'll um, talk a little bit. Oh, you know, one thing I wanted to do, because it's, I, well, I'll just read it at the end. Um, I wanted to, um, so anyway, what is it? Um, so my abstinence. So for me, I've had, to be honest, I have really struggled with telling when I'm abstinent or not. I, I have always had a definition of abstinence and a, um, and a food plan. I've always had that um, all, the, all the while I've been working with a sponsor. But uh, until a few years ago, I really struggled with am I abstinent or not. I had one sponsor who... Um, insisted that I had to follow his definition of abstinence because that was the way the only way he could tell if I was abstinent or not. And it was very strict. I've had all different kinds of sponsors. I've had, I think, four sponsors in a way and all different, um, I don't know, viewpoints and perspectives on how to work the program and, and how you know if you're abstinent or not. And anyway, that's, that's always been something 
So I, uh, I view, uh, these days, I view my abstinence as um, I do have a food plan, and I, you know, I make every morning ask God to help me follow my food plan. Um, but my abstinence has to do with if I'm if I'm working the pro if the tools every day, um, and if I'm ma- maintaining a healthy body weight, and um, that has made it much clear. It's helped me be clearer about whether I'm abstinent or not. Um, because it really has been one of those things that I've struggled with through all throughout th- through the program. I do think this is um, a journey and um, a process, and um, I feel that I've been giving many blessings in my life because of, of the work that I've done in OA and with the help of all the people in the rooms. Um, I wanted to read the, um, the 12 principles because I feel like these are things that have come into my life, ways of being that were maybe there inconsistently in some, or in some ways before. But um, I really love the 12 principles. And you don't, when you read the new 12 and 12, it's got the principle at the beginning. But I don't, they're not um, covered there. When you read step 12, you read them. But um, I'm, I'm nervous and I can't find the first one. Um, so the, um, the principles of the program, and I feel like these have been a gift to me as a result of working the program. Honesty, hope, faith, courage and integrity, willingness, humility, self-discipline and love, perseverance, spiritual awareness, and service. Um, there's, I don't know, there's such strong words and such strong attributes, and I feel so grateful that um, I have changed in a positive way as a result of having those principles in my life and practicing these principles in all my affairs. Um, I think I'm going to close with one other thing about my own um, recovery, one other reading that... um, says something about how, more about how I've changed personally. Um, it says, understanding is the beginning of approving. It says, um, when my head was muddled from compulsion, I trudged through the anxious world of fear and despair. Coming to OA was the beginning of a new life. I am thankful for my new capacity for understanding, for acceptance of all that I had to go through in order to become the person I am today. OA is my reward, abstinence my gift. This program has made possible tremendous changes in attitude. It's given me many dimensions, a higher power, a lighter step, and liking of myself. I've put aside the standard of perfection in favor of understanding and approving myself as I am.